Palo Alto Software launched back in 1987. She joined in 2007 now on their live plan product, more than 100,000 customers doing somewhere between call it 14 million. They broke back in 2012 to kind of their stretch goal, 1925-ish coming up here shortly. So somewhere kind of in that range. What's nice about it is they're totally bootstrapped, privately owned, cash flow positive, which is great using a free tool, basically a site with a bunch of organic inbound driving a lot of their growth. Call it less than two or 3% logo turn in some cohorts, other cohorts, it's more like five to seven, but the payback is healthy as well. $100 CAC on a $20 account. So five month payback there, a team of 80 in Oregon. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Sabrina Parsons. She is the CEO of Palo Alto Software, the company behind the best-selling business management software, LivePlan. The company is dedicated to serving the needs of entrepreneurs and small business owners and offers an entire suite of software and tools to help startups plan, manage, market, and grow their businesses. Sabrina has overseen the transformation of Palo Alto Software from a desktop software company to a cloud-based software company. Sabrina, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. All right. So tell us what... Tell us what the company does. And today, are you 100% pure play SaaS or is there still some desktop software stuff? There's a little tiny bit of desktop software left, about, I don't know, 2% of our revenue. Okay. Um, But for the most part, we are 100% SaaS cloud. Palo Alto Software has a mission of of helping people succeed in business. That's our mission. We're very mission driven. Um, And the products and content and online tools that we develop are all about helping small businesses and entrepreneurs do better strategic planning, strategic forecasting, and financial management. And particularly tackling the financial management issues that most small businesses have surrounding cash flow, understanding cash flow, forecasting for it, and being more strategic about their financial drivers in their business so that they are cash healthy and they grow. And as they grow, they understand the cash needed to grow their business. That's great. And so what do these SMBs and mid-market companies pay you typically per month to get access to all this technology? So we, a couple of different ways that they can interact with us. We've got an online content site, bplans.com. And that is completely free. And it's got thousands of articles, free downloadable templates, 500 free sample business plans, the entire business plans that people can look at. Um, And that's all free. And we are big believers in educating. And we think that when we put out really high value content and we educate people for free, eventually some of them will come back and they'll buy our products. And most of our products are in the range of about $20 per month for two active users. So we really try to focus on products that help make a difference for small business owners, but you know, it's about the price of a latte a week. That's great. It's hard for them. They have a lot of things they have to deal with. So 20 bucks a month is a fair average then, huh? Yes. That's about when did the company launch? What year? So the company has been around for a long time. The windows software business launched actually in, um, 1987, I took over the business in 2007, and that's when we really switched strategically from developing Windows software to developing online SaaS software. And we expanded our reach from just being a business planning company and providing business planning content and tools to actually providing online strategic financial management tools. So that includes business plans, but also strategic forecasts. 
and really focused more on a modern, lean approach to business planning and financial management. Totally get the product. I think it makes a lot of sense. So since 2007, when you jumped in, how many small business customers have you scaled to? Oh, wow. Since 2007, we've had over 2 million customers, which is great. And and just to be clear, Sabrina, those are 2 million still actively paying today. So in different ways and forms, not all in the same product. So um, some of them have come in in you know, one side of the business and bought one part of the product and come in on the other side of the business. And then we have some new products. But yeah, so um, and then on the online content site, which is all free, we serve even more. We serve two million unique small businesses every month on bplans.com. Yeah, yeah. Now that- hold, hold on, Serena. Sorry, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to make sure my audience clearly understands this because I want to get to your free model in a second. But first, going back to the pay channel for a second. So just to be clear, you've got 2 million small businesses paying you per month on average 20 bucks a month for the software. So roughly that, depending on, yeah, roughly that. Okay, so that would be that would mean you're doing about $40 million a month. So- we don't disclose any of those numbers, but you can do math and you can do, you know, separate things. But yeah, so we are. Well, Sabrina, hold on, hold on, hold on. Something's not, something's not matching up there. I mean, that's not just a math error. That's like off by a factor of of a big amount. So, so what's wrong there? Is it, you don't actually have 2 million paying customers or it's a higher or lower price point? We've had over 2 million paying customers in terms of active customers at any given time the average is different. So it's not necessarily 20, but I don't want to, I probably shouldn't go down the path of lots of numbers because being private, we don't disclose all the numbers. So we don't want people to do backwards math and get to any numbers. So in a given time in, um, say live plan, we'll have over a hundred thousand paying subscribers, but then we've got, uh, um, some other tools we've got, Mail Center Pro and Outpost. And so we've got a variety of tools and the live plan on average is $20 a month. On some of our other tools, it's more expensive and we've got um, other trainings and packages that are in the thousands of dollars and we've got other things that are upgrades and they're five or $10. And so we have a variety of offerings. So it's not an average of 20 for 2 million, but we've had, and we've had over 2 million customers in the live plan uh, product, they're not all actively paying us right now. Yeah. So um, why have they? So why you said a hundred thousand active right now? Why you know the reason I'm asking this, Sabrina, is because we've seen a lot of really great SMB companies. I think Gail at, at Constant Contact built an incredible business, but she never got the respect of public markets in terms of her her valuation because churn was so high. And it's hard to build a SaaS company in the SMB space because SMBs go out of business. So so you've had two million come through your system. There's only a hundred thousand active today. Are you? What are you doing? What has been the most effective thing you've done to decrease churn and a hundred thousand in the live plan product but more overall so in terms of churn you're right customers are going to churn out because of survivability right so the average small business starts today and more than 60 percent of those small businesses that start today will be out of business in five years so there's going to be a natural turn in survivability um, in terms of how we address it um, if you are actively financially managing and planning your business, you have a better survivability. So anyone, whether they use our tools or not, if you actively engage in planning and financial management, 
you will grow 30% faster, according to a research report by a Cranfield University professor who did a 10-year cohort. There's other research reports like that, that if you actively plan, your survivability is better. So that helps us in terms of overall churn when you compare to, say, any small business tool provider who, you know, Constant Contact is a utility tool. They're providing an email marketing tool, but they're not necessarily dealing with the financial management side, which is usually why a business goes out of business. So our small businesses have a better survivability. And then overall- Well, Sabrina, hold on. Let me, let me stay on the SMB here for a second. So Gail on the public cause there, they were turning about anywhere between seven, you know, six and 7% of their customers in terms of logos per month. What you're saying is you're below that figure because you're financially, essentially what you're providing is more, it's more necessary than email marketing. So yes, absolutely. It is. Um, but there's different cohorts. So the planners who come in and they're just doing planning, they're going to churn at a little bit higher than that five to six, 7%. The people who come in, which we call small business management dashboard first, because we have a uh, part of our tool is called a dashboard. They're actually churning out at much lower than that because they're coming in to actively manage. So we follow different cohorts because of the different ways people find us, and it depends on what cohort you're in. And that's where we're actively trying to manage our business to get more people into that management space because our churn for that cohort is way better. Because, um, uh, you know, a monthly churn of, say, 6% is actually an annual churn of over 50%. Yeah, 72%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So when you say that your management tool is lower, I mean, are you talking like sub 2% per month? Like how low can you get it? So our management tool depends, so lots of different factors. If you connect an accounting solution, then that churn is getting down there. It's not quite two, but it will hover somewhere between three and four if you connect an accounting solution. If you don't connect an accounting solution, you're, we're still below that you know, five to seven percent. So we're better than the 50 percent annual churn. If you come in and you're a startup and you're wanting to um, get access to capital and you're looking at our tool for just that purpose. So we call that, you know, an event driven. They're not really thinking about running their business better. They just want money. They want capital, whether it's an SBA loan or an angel investment. Those are people who come in already knowing that they're going to use the product for a short term. So some of those we will transition to a different cohort and some of those we won't. So that churn is probably more at the, you know, six to 8% churn. Okay, Top Tribe, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. But you got to do it now. Again, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Serena, how do you know? Because you could slice and dice with a, with a sample size this big of millions of users on a free plus paid thing. You could slice and dice data all day long and get nothing done. I mean, how do you decide what cohorts to slice and what not to slice? 
really looking at what we call the golden path in the software that then drives to more usage. So we know that if you can connect an accounting solution, you are worth more to us. So we are looking at the cohort of people who connect accounting solutions and we're looking at their golden path. What do they do? What drives them to connect the software? So we're not, you're right, because you can get mired in data. So we're trying to focus in on the users that we're seeing have the longest lifetime value and then understand what did they do and how do we encourage other people to do the same thing. So we try to be mindful. And then over the course of the last six, seven years that LivePlan has been allowed around, you can also strategically say this quarter, we're gonna focus on this type of user and we're gonna dig into that data and we're gonna do some tests and we're gonna see if we can move the needle while watching another cohort that we've already put in motion and put some tests in place. Sure, and let them, let them run for a little bit to get some data. Um, t talk to me real quick, the cohort that has the highest lifetime value, I mean, what, what does that lifetime value look like? Does it push into the thousands or no? The thousands of do dollars? dollars, yeah. Or the thousands of people? No, no, does it push into the a lifetime value, dollars? Oh yeah, absolutely. When somebody's in there, they've connected an accounting solution. Another indicator of long lifetime value is if you've connected an accounting solution and you've invited your accountant into LivePlan. Um, so if you're actually using, not just connecting your actual results, but then you're engaging with an accountant, particularly because our target market is a company that can't afford a CFO. So that's, you know, when you say small business, that means a lot of things. If you look at the SBA, they say small businesses, 500 employees yeah, or less. Totally. The reason I'm asking you, Sabrina, I mean, you said earlier, you know, churn on some courts are sub two and some are six to seven, depending on what they want. I mean, so if you, if you go in the middle and say somewhere like four or 5%, that puts LTV at like, call it 20 or 30 months. And at a $20 price point, that means dollar value, it's 400 to 600 bucks. So that's what I'm saying is like, when you look at your, your, your kind of base and you look at lifetime values in, in your highest cohort, you're saying some of those cohorts do get into the thousands pretty easily. Absolutely. And some of them are adding on more than just the monthly service. We offer plan writing. Um, so you yeah, I'm just talking SAS. Sorry, sorry. Just because I'm just talking SAS. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it affects our ARPU because we can, so we can say a certain type of cohort will have a higher lifetime value because they will add on some additional services, even if they're one-time services. Sure. So as we look at the lifetime value, certain cohorts are more likely to get different add-on services that bring up their lifetime value, yep. not necessarily their ARPU, but their lifetime value. Totally. We're running out of time, but I want to get a few other quick things in here. One of the things about adding one-time services on top of a plan is it helps you get your payback much, much faster, right? So cash comes in quicker. Um, to get a new $20 a month customer today, what's your fully weighted CAC and what payback period you like to optimize for? Oh gosh. Again, you're going into different cohorts because our planners, because of B plan, just live plan, li just live plan, $20 a month customers. Well, to keep so us focused. It is not your CAC that you're going to see in the hub spots. It is a sub $100 CAC. Okay. So and sub we, five month payback. It's yeah. So, and it's a great CAC. And part of it is our strength in our online content funnel and the amount of time and energy we've put into bplans.com and the number, you know, we don't pay to drive traffic to that website. It's all organic. It's all free. Those, yeah. Yeah. It's a smart play. What's the team size today? How many people? So we're approaching 80 people. That's great. And where's everyone based? So for the most part, we're in Eugene, Oregon, not in Palo Alto. We started in Palo Alto. By the way, Palo Alto must hate you. You took their domain name. 
we have we know people at the city because every year they try to buy the domain name from us. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, uh, eighty people in Oregon. Where else? Um, so Eugene, Oregon, is our headquarters. We have a few people actually uh, in Portland. We have a few people in Bend. We actually have a couple designers in Europe because they're just fantastic UX UI designers, and those are hard to come by. Um, but for the most part, we aren't distributed. We're here in Eugene, Oregon. We like everybody being at headquarters, and we run a company where we like people to collaborate in person. So we haven't done a distributed workforce. And it turns out Eugene, Oregon has become more and more popular for people to move to when you look at, you know, cost of living in the Bay Area, Seattle. It makes perfect sense, Sabrina. Talk to me about capitalization. Have you guys done this bootstraps, you know, even back from Tim's day or have you guys raised capital? No, it's bootstrapped. We are a hundred percent uh, privately owned, no debt. Uh, all, we are, we run profitable cash flow pro, uh, positive. That's great. So cash flow positive. And I would say like a healthy bootstrap kind of cash flow positive company would be growing at like 30% year over year. Is that kind of the range you're in? So for the live plan product, it's been, we're at the point where we're probably at somewhere between 20 and 30%. Obviously in the beginning we were growing, you know, a hundred. Well, yeah, small numbers are easier. Exactly. Exactly. Um, We got a couple of new products that were back up on those, you know, because we're starting from scratch. So those products are growing at a higher rate overall. And it's a focus that we have. We really, we, we took the cash from our Windows products, and that was what we used to invest in our new cloud products. Now that LivePlan is doing really well, we're using that cash to invest in new products as well. So we really try to think about it, and we'd like to remain privately owned. Um, we'll see whether you know opportunities arise to do something differently, but so far we've appreciated using our own success to finance new growth. What's the next big revenue target? Oh, that's stretch goal. One that makes you uncomfortable. Um, well, it has to do with our new product outpost. We had a product that kind of was a forgotten kind of, you know, stepchild product called email center pro. It's a great product. We have very loyal customers, but we got so focused on live plan. We weren't doing a lot of development. We're a smaller company. We didn't want to take on investment or debt. So we kind of put ECP on the back burner. We have redone that product and it's, in somewhat of a beta right now, but the ECP customer base has a churn of less than 1% and lifetime values in the $5,000. And it's a, just a really solid product that we just didn't yeah. do much. So Sabrina, for. sorry, I don't mean to cut you up, but we're, we're totally out of time. But I just want to get this answer right. So when you add all your products together, right? Next big revenue target for you is what? 40, 50, 60 million AR. What are you aiming for? So 50, and, um, but that it's not just live plan. That's adding this outpost product to it. And that's, you know, the five-year goal, my big stretch goal. That's where I would like us to be. What would, what's an uncomfortable stretch goal for the end of next year? Oh gosh. Like 30. Yeah. Um, it's hard. You know, if you talk to our COO, who's also my husband, he'd be like, no, 19, 25. Yeah. We are glasses half full, glasses half empty. Well, you guys is- passed 14 though in 2012, right? You, you gave an interview where you said your goal is to hit 14 million in 2012. Did you guys pass that? Yes. Okay. Yes. And that's why I say my glass is half empty husband is very conservative. And I'm like, oh no, 50 million in two years. Yeah. I was going to say so- going from 14 million in 2012 to 19 million in 2019 is not a lot of growth. 
Yes, exactly. So he's, you know, it, it depends on how you look at it. And the other part is that the places we've been more successful where the two of us struggle because we're a privately owned company with no debt is it's, it's hard for us to be unprofitable. We don't have a management style to be unprofitable, even though we could invest more. And so we're we're working on that right now of being comfortable with having a couple of years where we're not profitable because we can afford to do that. Growth. So yep, very good, Sabrina. Quick, an- we're going to wrap up with the famous five one word answers if you can. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Radical Candor, right now. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Oh gosh, there's so many because it depends on pick, pick one. What, pick one. That's a. I haven't thought about that. Can I come back to that? Yes, we'll I skip that. Like we'll, we'll say we'll say none. Number three. What's your favorite online tool for building the company besides any of your own? Besides any of our own. Well, I guess I have to go to Basecamp because we've been using that for so long, and it's held. Uh, you know, it just holds up. Number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Oh gosh, I uh, I need to get eight hours or I am a mess. And what's your situation? Well, obviously, Mary didn't know any kiddos. Yes, three. Three kids. And how old are? Do you mind me asking about how old you are? Yeah, I'm forty five. Forty five. Last question: What do you wish your twenty year old self knew? I wish my twenty year old self knew that um, risk is so much easier when you're younger. You have less to lose when you're younger. So I wish I took more risk in business when I was younger. Um, Guys, there you have it from Sabrina. Take more risk when you're younger. The company Palo Alto Software launched back in 1987. She joined in 2007. Now on their live plan product, more than 100,000 customers doing somewhere between call it 14 million. They broke back in 2012 to kind of their stretch goal, 1925-ish coming up here shortly. So somewhere kind of in that range. What's nice about it is they're totally bootstrapped, privately owned, cash flow positive, which is great using a free tool, basically a site with a bunch of organic inbound driving a lot of their growth. Call it less than two or 3% logo churn in some cohorts other cohorts it's more like five to seven but the payback is healthy as well a hundred dollar cac on a twenty dollar account so five month payback there a team of 80 in oregon sabrina thanks for taking us to the top thank you